it is a good business decision to care about the long-term future of our world. Welcome to Agency for Change, a podcast from Kid Glove that brings you the stories of changemakers who are actively working to improve our communities. In every episode, we'll meet with people who are making a lasting impact in the places we call home. Typically, when we think of investing, we think of Wall Street, right? People in expensive suits, buying and selling shares, dealing with unimaginable amounts of money. If you've seen The Wolf of Wall Street, you know the types I am referring to. But imagine for a moment an investor who also considered the social and environmental benefits of the companies they put their money into. If people invested in businesses working to address global issues, think about the impact we could have on the climate crisis, solving energy shortages, ending food insecurity. Today's guest has founded a company on this exact premise, and you're going to hear from him about what his organization is doing to make a positive impact, how his business works, and how you can get involved. Hey everyone, this is Lynn Weinman, President and Chief Strategist at Kid Glove. Welcome to another episode of the Agency for Change podcast. Today's guest is Craig Jonas, founder and CEO of CoPeace, which is a public benefit corporation that helps impactful companies grow. Craig, welcome to the podcast. Hey Lynn, great to be here. Looking forward to the looking forward to being with you today. Yeah, I have been looking forward to this conversation as well since it's been on my calendar for a little bit. I wonder if you would just start by telling people who may not have heard of CoPeace. There's probably one or two out there at this point. Tell them tell them a little bit more about what you do. Well, thanks. I, I like to think we're kind of an untarnished, unknown commodity right now still. So we we I still like have that. the opportunity to to tell our story and tell the world about what we're doing, but Copeace is a impact investing holding company that helps impactful companies grow. And we do that through a couple different ways. We in, invest in companies so that we see are out there doing the work and that we think will provide our stakeholder community return. And we also provide services for companies that are our B Corp and and are are out there you know, making the world a better place and, and have some needs. Yeah. So you mentioned B Corp. Kid Glove is a B Corp. Co-Piece is a B Corp. There's a few throughout the yeah, world. I think yeah. over 4,000 globally now. But could you it's talk not that little... easy. It's, it's not, not easy. easy at all. I am on record as saying it's a very rigorous process. Can you talk a bit about why you decided to become a B Corp and what that process was like? Yeah. Well, thank you. For us, it is it is core to what we're trying to do. So for us to have the stamp of approval that we are actually walking the walk in the impact world uh, in the way that we want to do it is, is a, is a big deal. It was, uh, you know, as a company that's in the finance world, there aren't a lot of us in that are, are B Corps. We're also legally a public benefit corporation. So yeah. in our, in our bylaws, it's written in that our, our stakeholder community is more important than just the shareholder value. So that the fact that we were legally a, a PBC, Public Benefit Corporation, was a nice evolution for us to become a, a certified, fully certified B Corp. It is it is a strenuous process, and I think it is 
Um, we were a bit of a uh, square peg in the round hole because yeah. uh, because of what we do. And we're not just some kind of uh, product that you could can identify and make sure that the supply chain is you know, making sure they're doing everything the right way on the environment and the government and the social side. There are a lot of questions that you have to answer to become a fully certified B Corp. So we're quite pleased. We're, it's our, we're in our third year. So we're actually wow. up for recertifying up for, now. Yeah, we're, we're, up, we're up for recertifying. So, so we're going through there and, and we did learn a few things. We, we kind of use B Corp as part of our investment thesis and yeah. part of our partnership thesis. I, I do think that we do try to be, we're very consistent to the goals of the B Corp. So I think our, our score is going to go up. We are been a virtual company for the whole time. And we actually got dinged last time on our environmental score because we didn't have a building. Right. Even though, even though we had solar, we, we reduced our cars, we walk where we can, we use public transportation. We're a very, you know, very sustainable company and all of our people are, but we didn't get the positive score for having a building that was also certified as, as environmentally friendly. So interesting process. Yeah. I, I've got to imagine that they have learned to deal with that a bit over the last few years, but I think Kick Club mm-hmm. went through the same process where we thought, hey, we are a good company doing good things. This should be pretty easy. And it was mm-hmm. quite rigorous. But also, I think it made us better. There were a lot of questions. Yes. And and uh, I think it's just a great standard and and something to measure improvement against as well. I agree. And, so. when you, and when you see that B Corp brand, especially as a B Corp, you realize what they had to do to yeah. achieve that. And yeah. it helps make some you know, partnerships easier. So uh, yeah, I appreciate it. And I, and I do think you're right. I like that, that it made us better because we, we saw what uh, some of the metrics were and, and we used those and learned from them and, and, and yeah, our score is going to be much better this time. Absolutely. Well, hey, I want to go back to the first question because you have mentioned impact investing mm-hmm. and I think I know what impact investing is, but I'd love to hear it from your point of view. Yeah. Well, so it's still something that I think is a little bit nascent in in a lot of ways in in the in the world. For me, when I heard about it, it sounded too good to be true. I <laughs> I'd been a you know kind of a responsible you know socially responsible investor. In my and I was I was willing to give a couple points and say, well, you know, hey, we're trying to do something good for the world. It's fine if it doesn't have the same return. But impact investing argues that it's a good business decision to care about the long-term yeah. future of our world and that you shouldn't be um, shy about uh, finding companies that are doing good work and making the world a better place, but also sh- creating a strong return because that helps the sustainability of the machinery that makes the world a better place or at least saves humanity from extinction, yeah. um, which you know is something that's that would be real a good for thing. us right now. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's right in front of us. Right when you now, talk so. about positive impact, that's maybe at the top of the list. Yeah. Yeah, my, I, I give the story of my parents being, you know, very socially motivated, minded people. I grew up in India. My dad marched with Dr. King, and the, and you know, wow. we were, it was just it was just a big part of our my, yeah. growing up. But even they, when they would invest, they would be investing in mutual funds and things like that, and and they were they thought they were trying to be careful. And I I said, well, let's look at some of these things you're investing in, and it was. 20% oil and gas, 10% for-profit prisons, 10% tobacco, 10% firearms, which for them was something that did not hit their worldview very well. And they were right. aghast when I told right. them. They were like, no, 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 we wouldn't be investing in that. And I'm like, 
Yes, you are. But that's what everybody invests in. Mm -hmm. So I think in the future, all investing is going to be impact investing at some level. And I think young people and women and people who have access to information are going to demand that change. Yeah. Yeah. I think a few years ago, you might have been, it might have felt like that was something quirky to do, but I feel mm -hmm. like we all feel much more empowered today yeah. Um, yeah. to demand that out of, of where we put our money. So yeah. what, and, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to differentiate a little bit between impact investing and ESG investing because it's oh, yeah. kind of a, a big thing uh, in, in vogue right now to kind of discuss and, and almost bash ESG. And from our perspective, environment, social, and government metrics kind of form a foundation from which you can make some decisions on your impact investing. But it's not, it's just more of a data, an important data source to to take it to the other level to make the direct investments in companies that are doing the good. Got it. Got it. That's great. So Craig, can you tell me a little bit about the how? Like how does CoPeace do mm -hmm. this impact investing work? Yeah, so from a high level, we use what we call internally the head plus the heart plus the math approach. Okay. Which I think sounds, it's 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 very good for us, but it really, we go through a very diligent process and filter before we make any decisions on what we're going to do. So we, we and, and very, very honestly, a lot of it comes down to the math. I mean, we're yeah. finding the head, is it a good business decision? Heart, does it have the impact that we can demonstrate and talk about? But the math for us at Copies to make it make our companies grow like we want to is is really a driver. So we are careful. We've looked at over 300 companies so far, and we have a small holding portfolio of about eight currently. And I think that's the right way. That's the right proportion for us. And I think that'll continue continue to go. It's funny. Uh, my brother was our first investor. And he, he and I, we used to coach together and we invest in a couple of companies together. He said, his words were, all right, this is a great idea. You better get a whole bunch of people who can say no, because you're going to say yes to everything. And you try to help everybody. <laughs> so what we've, we've, we've overachieved on the, uh, on our finance team that uh, says no, but I think that's been very healthy for us, especially during pandemic times that uh, yeah. we made some, we made some very good decisions and, very honestly, I think a little bit fortunate on uh, on some of our, our early calls. Mm -hmm. Good for you. You know, as a founder myself, I know that you have to find a team that balances you out, right? I mean, mm -hmm. a team that really, you know, appreciates your strengths, but also brings, fills in the gaps, I think, fills yeah. in the gaps and gives you a good holistic picture. So Craig, you also mentioned the services side of CoPeace. Can you tell us a bit about the services and how you help other companies uh, with that work? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that because as, as we've evolved as a company, we've realized how important that side of things are. And I, I think we're patient long-term investors and some of our investments will take a while to show fruit. But but we we saw in investigating these opportunities that there was a, was a, a lot of great ideas. So, I mean, the good news is a lot of great ideas. Yeah. And a lot of young people haven't making these things happen and a lot of women making these things happen. So, but we also saw that there was a dearth of sophistication on the, some of the finance and marketing uh, elements of these companies as they were continuing to try to grow. Uh, and we, instead of us being shy about our no hair, gray hair, uh, <laughs> you know, old, you know, old people, we decided, well, 
because we want to be cool with the young people, we decided maybe our experience could be helpful for these mm-hmm. companies as they as they grow. So we've been able to fill in some gaps for young companies as they as they sometimes don't know what they don't know and, right. and really help them complete their team in an efficient way without them having to hire somebody full time. Quite quite enjoyed this service side. I mean, so we've got Copiece Finance, we call it Copi for short. We've got Copiece Marketing. We currently call Coma for short. A bit of a story there. We our slogan <laughs> our slogan our slogan was we bring things to life, but not everybody loved that. I'm, in fact, I don't know if I should be sharing that one. Um, we also have we've got Copies Sport, which uh, kind of takes advantage of some of our backgrounds. So many of us on our team come from a, a sport background. I played college basketball, and then I was a head college basketball coach, and and I was the first American to give basketball clinics in South Africa post apartheid wow. in the in the townships yeah which was really cool but i you learn how sport has the ability to as nelson mandela says sport has the power to change the world Absolutely. so instead of us like kind of not taking advantage of our backgrounds we decided to blow on those embers a little bit so we have a couple of sport initiatives and we are about to start our a wholly owned subsidiary calling copies medic medical which is going to be comed for short and that'll be in the health and wellness space, because we've, we've looked at a couple opportunities there, and I, we're very close to doing some deals on that on that side. So that sounds fantastic. So, yes. Hey, thinking about your coaching background, I mean, it really does sound like Copy Services is a it's a formalized coaching relationship with growing it, yeah. business teams, right? Yeah. It, yes. It, it's funny that you should say that, and very acute. I mean, but you're it's true. There's that need and. Yeah, leadership and management and some of that stuff is is something that as a coach you you do because out of necessity that's just kind of what you do right. you, you motiv- motivate your team. But I think a lot of young companies have that have that gap, and so so yes, I think we're trying to be coaches. And one of the things that inside of our services that people have gravitated to is uh, kind of the C suite support where we just uh, we're available with some of our network of. of of experienced people to to help these founders as they as they grow. So um, that that you That's identified fantastic. Uh, kind of the coaching side of it. Yeah, yeah. I remember as a young founder, really looking for those relationships. And actually, my young founder, I came to entrepreneurship in my forties, so I wasn't that young, but it, early in my business life, looking for those people out there that really understood. So I. I think that's fantastic. Do you have any any examples, any stories you could share, Craig, how you and Co-Peace have helped an impactful company grow? Yeah. So I, one of them that I like to point to is our, our first investment. It was in a Black woman-run business out of New York who is bringing smart city technology to communities that don't have access to the grid. Oh, wow. And it's it's a it, she's she's brilliant. And it's a cool story because it came to us through our NBA connections through through some of our sport connections, and and the the people that approached us thought that you know our team and experience could be very helpful for this company called Uncharted as they grew, and we've really had a nice beneficial uh, mutually beneficial relationship. So we've helped them grow kind of across the board on on some finance side, on some relationship side, on some marketing ideas, and they as we talked about being a little fortunate about some of our choices, being in the clean infrastructure space is a good place to be right now. Yeah, we that one's great. We did we helped a company here in Colorado 
called Campos Colorado as they started to generate some new revenues and uh, they got a decent grant through some of the knowledge that they learned from from our team. We we just have, did a deal that is not publicly it'll be publicly available by the time this podcast. All right, out, but, that sounds but good. <laughs> it would, yeah, with a company that is a media company that we worked with when I was on the team for the company that created the virtual yellow line in sports and the glowing blue puck in hockey and all that. He was at the NHL. Honestly, I cannot a... watch football without the virtual yellow line. I'm sorry to interrupt <laughs> you, Craig, but that was an important innovation. <laughs> well, it's fun. It's cool to have something that's had long lasting uh, influence. That's for sure. But to have those relationships where somebody came back to us and said, okay, we're trying to do uh, diversity, equity, inclusion vignettes and to work with Copies to kind of help with our kind of our media background, our sports background and help tell those stories is something that we're very excited to be part of. So that was quite a ramble of a diverse way that we are, are part of things. But, you know, people ask us how we can be helpful in these different kind of ways. And, and the way we do it is through our network and our ecosystem and, and having, you know, connections over time where people know that we can be reliable relied on to get it done and then that we have people that are experts in different kinds of things uh, on you know all across from the environmental to the social side so yeah yeah i asked you for one story and you gave me three so you are an overachiever <laughs> a classic overachiever i love that i love that so i'd love to talk just a minute about the investing side so let's say i win the powerball tonight and i've got a lot of money i want to put into some good causes how do I connect with your company in that way? One of the things that is important for Copies is to create inclusive, socially impactful wealth for more people. So we've we've got kind of a, a dual approach to raising money for our, our holding company. And one is through uh, equity crowdfunding. So we had a, um, a campaign on WeFunder that we learned a lot about, and it's a yeah. lot of work, but enacted a 10 to 1 stock split and made it so that it was affordable for more people to participate. So we, as for as little as $140, you could be a, a true stock own, owner in Copies. So you mean I don't even have to win the Powerball to be an investor? No, but I, oh, I'm getting that next. Okay, all so, right. <laughs> so, so we, the, I mean, traditionally, I think impact investing has been only available for wealthier people. So, well, that was one thing that we wanted to do something about to make this, you know, more accessible. But we do realize for us to do the work, we're, we also are going to need the capital to do the work. So we have a credit investor campaign as well. So once you win the Powerball, <laughs> you can go into a, it's called the SVX platform, which allows people uh, who are accredited investors to also participate in, in Copiece. And we've been approached by some family offices and some uh, foundations and some uh, endowments. And I think that's one of our next steps as we as we continue to grow. Yeah, that's fantastic. Actually, speaking of next steps, in addition to that, what do you what do you see in the future, Craig? What's in the future for Copiece? So, uh, Copiece is on track to be a publicly traded company. That, that's our our goal. I mean, uh, the, for us to have the ultimate liquidity liquidity for our 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 stakeholder and shareholder community is something that's very important for us. So, our next phase is to create a a mini IPO, which is called yeah. a a Reg D, uh, the Reg A plus campaign. That's something that we are working on, and then that revolves nicely into being 
something that's uh, on a platform where more people can participate and go in and out if they if they wish. Uh, our, we also want to continue to make investments. So the with the additional capital, we can continue to make investments. Um, like we talked about, there's good stuff out there. For us, next will be some larger investments. I think that's our, our goal. We've been to date sort of focusing on early stage companies, but I think we'd like to blend that a little bit with some more mature companies. One of the things we did find out is that that something we didn't expect. We we as I guess as as boomers grow, there are some boomers that are pretty cool and have been doing some impactful <laughs> stuff, and they're they're looking around and and wondering who they can trust with their baby and how they can gracefully exit. Right. So one of the things I think Copies can be is that graceful exit for some of these companies that have been, you know, doing impactful work and can trust us to kind of take it from take it from there and take it forward. So I overachieved on that one too. I you are rambling. a big Sorry idea guy. Yeah, you are a big idea guy. <laughs> Love everything about that. I, I feel like I could listen all day, but I do want to ask you, I'm going to ask you next my favorite question. And everybody who mm-hmm. listens to Agency for Change knows I've asked this on every single episode. And I think this is going to be episode 150 uh, in that area by the time we launch it, Craig. So I'm honored. Yeah, I am inspired by motivational quotes. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if you could give us a Craig Jonas original to inspire our listeners. Well, I think one of the original quotes that I came up with, I probably used already during our talk here is it is a good business decision to care about the long-term future of our world. I love it. I'm going to repeat that. It is a good business decision to care about the long-term future of our world. That is a great one. I think bumper sticker worthy for sure, except for we'll put the bumper (laughs) sticker on our bikes. How about that? Perfect. Yes. (laughs) Bikes and yes. Craig, for people who are listening today and just really want to learn more, because there's so many different angles, the services, the impact investing, I mean, so many different angles people could get involved. How can they find out more about CoPeace? Yeah, so our, our you can go to our website, copeace.com. Uh, there, there's quite a bit there. It's not that easy to find all the time, but we're working on that. Uh, <laughs> I know but, someone uh, who can help you with that, by the way. <laughs> know, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. I think, I think that's the best. If you go to WeFunder and search CoPeace, you can go WeFunder forward slash CoPeace and, and learn a little bit more about our crowdfunding campaign. You can go to svx.us or invest.svx.com and go and see the CoPeace. I think the top product right now in that platform. So those are different places. That's fantastic. We'll put links to all of those in the show notes on the Kid Glove website uh, as well. So as we wrap up this great conversation, it's been so much fun, by the way, what is the most important thing you would like our listeners to remember about the work that you're doing? That it's not impossible to invest in things that are making the world a better place and getting a strong return even though that sounds idealistic. And I, and honestly, I thought it was idealistic too when I started researching and then I realized the data is supporting that this is real. I, I actually started our first board meeting saying, all right, this is an idealistic idea and everybody has a different idea about what that ideal is. But then as we kind of became more familiar with what was going on, we realized the movement is real and, and young people will not let it not succeed. It has to succeed. 
uh, Craig, our paths have so many parallels. I remember the day when we decided Kid Glove was going to be focused on putting a megaphone in front of those who are doing good. There was a moment of panic, quiet panic on my part going, can we do this? Is this real? Or is it just too much rainbows and unicorns? Mm -hmm. Right. But Mm -hmm. More and more research and data is coming out to support the fact that people do want to support organizations that are making the world a better place, whether it's with their investments, with their volunteer time, with their purchasing power, more and more evidence that that you are on the right path, my friend. So thank you for that. Thank well, thank you for that because that makes me feel good because I it does feel lonely sometimes, as as you know, as a as a, a founder to. And to hear that kind of um, assurance. Um, yeah. Is, yeah. When is your banker says, what is this B Corp thing? Why are you doing that? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and I applaud Kid Glove for kind of having that vision and being a B Corp and doing, you know, taking those chances because uh, those are chances that you're you yeah. were taking. Yeah. Thank you for that. Craig, I have really enjoyed this conversation. I appreciate you taking the time and I fully believe the world needs more people like you, more organizations like CoPeace. And more like you, Lynn. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being part of this. Uh, Thanks, Craig. We hope you enjoyed today's Agency for Change podcast. To hear all our interviews with those who are making a positive change in our communities or to nominate a changemaker you'd love to hear from, visit kidglove.com at kidglov.com to get in touch. As always, if you like what you've heard today, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.